Uh, welcome back to the final segment of this uh, rare, full Kogan After Hours. A few years ago, the hottest play in town was a play about Lenny Bruce by uh, a person I did not know until he came here. The show is called I'm Not a Comedian, I'm Lenny Bruce, and it was a sensation. I was intrigued initially by the fact that it was directed by my great friend, Joe Mantegna, and that was a good enough entree for me to sit down with Ronnie Marmo and say, oh my God, how do you know Joe? Ronnie is back now, not only with uh, with I'm Not a Comedian, I'm Lenny Bruce, but also another play, we're going to talk about them both Ronnie, you're in the middle of uh, tech rehearsals, aren't you, right now? Hello, Rick. I <laughs> certainly am. I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's been crazy. Uh, we're almost done lighting the show, but we're in the middle of tech, and uh, we're having a blast. Well, and it's good Good, you can take a little half-hour break with me. Uh, you did not know, uh, even with the Joe Mantegna connection, what to expect from chicago did you because you didn't really know the theater scene here even though joe might have told you well rick hogan's a good guy and dick crittenden's a good critic and blah 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 i had never been to chicago before my first time here with lenny of course i always daydreamed about coming and i and i heard how amazing the theater scene was but i had never really experienced i'd never been here and we went to uh we did the show in los angeles for a year and a half it went great then we went to New York for nine months, and then we, Joe was like, well, uh, what's next? And we both kind of said, let's go to Chicago. And we came here for six weeks, and that turned out to be six months at the Royal George. And uh, other than that little uh, that little thing called the pandemic shutting us down, I feel like we'd still be running, you know? It was, uh, it was amazing. And so I fell in love with Chicago. I really did, and that's not lip service. I really, well, you know how I feel, so. I do, and you were you were understandably wowed by the reception here, were you not? I was. In fact, you know, I always say, and I hope this uh, interview doesn't leak to New York or L.A. because I'm going to get in trouble, but I always say, Los Angeles, the theater people are great, better than you expect, and they, they're, they're grateful you're doing theater and they love the show. New York is more of a, let's see what you got, buddy. Oh, okay, it is good. So in other words, you've got to prove yourself. In Chicago, the theater people here, the, the audience, they're very uh, savvy, and they know what they want, and they're a smart theater group, but also are rooting for you. It's just a different energy. It's kind of yeah. like this thing where they go, we have an expectation, don't bring us any schlock, but at the same time, we want you to be great. And so there's just this thing that happens. They buy the ticket, and you feel the energy right from the audience. It's like you feel like you're performing for friends every night well, really truly and you you felt it until that march 15th 2020 day when you had to shut down you're at the royal george and it came to a as many things in life did ronnie marmo a crashing and you you could not possibly have imagined that it was going to be as uh, long a a uh, shutdown as it was I don't think anybody no. in the theater business did. No, I, I told everybody on March 15th. See, I had been playing the sellouts before that. Oh, uh, yeah. And it was great. I mean, it was literally, it was packed every night. And then on March 15th, there was, that whole weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I had like 10 people there, eight people there. Mm. And I can't see past the front row. So right. it was like the weirdest thing. People were sitting in the back, and there was a few chuckles. And I was like, is anyone here? What's going on? <laughs> 
So on March 15th, I turned to my, my crew and I said, listen, I'm going to get on a plane and go back to L.A. And I didn't have a plane ticket. I was just freaking out. I'm going to go back to L.A. I'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. Right, right. And 18 months later, I came back and clear, cleaned out my locker, as it were. You know? Yeah, it was. So it was crazy. But it must be. I mean, you have, you have performed the show. You came here and performed it uh, subsequently for a for a, a relatively shorter run at the uh, that cabaret next to the Mercury Theater, and then at a big show in Skokie. You've always and 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 around the country too, Ronnie Marmor. You've done this show. Uh, you really, uh, your eagerness to return to Chicago uh, is uh, it's intense. Yeah, it was, it's wonderful. I mean, listen, we ran six months at the Royal George. Yep. Ran, uh, we ran almost six months at the uh, Venus Cabaret, which wow. is connected to the Mercury. Yeah. But, you know, it, it was during January and February, too, which is tough. Would, so yeah, very we tough. We took a few weeks off, and uh, but it was great. But then, yeah, we came to Skokie, and I played the, the 900-seat theater, and we, we sold out a couple of performances there in uh, September of this past year. And now, uh, you know, we're back again with Lenny and... It, it, to me, we are, we have been touring the country, and it's been going great. But Chicago truly is my second home, and so I couldn't wait to get it back here. Let you me know. ask you, you have now done this show, Ronnie. I've got to think something in the neighborhood of 500 times? 500 uh, performances? Four, four, 438, but who's counting? Yeah, you know? no, we'll round it off to 450. We'll round it <laughs> off Listen, to four. We'll round it off to 450. You're giving me more credit than I deserve so far. I've got another 60 performers. One of the things is, and I've, I've seen you and seen you perform many times, you're, I, I, I want to know the secret of, of how you remain so, so engaged and active and and emotional in what is a, to my mind, which is a very tough, it's a one-man show. It's a one-man uh, production. Uh, how do you do that, Ronnie Marmo? You know what? If I figure it out, I'll probably stop. So it's best yeah. I just, you know, you know what the truth is, Rick? I show up every night, and the material's relatively the same, although I am the playwright, so right. I tend to have fun once in a while. <laughs> so I tinker a little bit. Joe Montaigne gets mad. He says, stop it. Stay off Google, you know? <laughs> uh, I read something about Lenny. I'm like, it's going in the show. But but the truth is, is like my heart doesn't know that I'm acting. And so every night I show yeah, up, and I don't try to... Give you a cookie cutter performance. I show up where I'm at, and the words are virtually the same, but but I'm not. And so yeah, there's yeah. a relationship between the audience and the actor that is something that can't be you know copied anywhere in in uh, in showbiz. And so there's the relationship. Some nights it's a full on comedy, other nights it's a tragedy. And so it's it's really basically a you know, where am I at? Where's the audience at? What are we going yeah, to do no, I get tonight? it. And, it is. It's like that's a, why people come back repeatedly. Yeah, you know? and it's like a jazz singer, too. I mean, the, the the best, the greatest jazz singers do not sing, even Frank Sinatra, do not sing the same song in the same way ever, ever. Another interesting element to your performance in Chicago is you met... Uh, it, it, not even in essence, you met the love of your life here, didn't you? That is true. That is true. How she, did uh, that happen? It's such a good story, Ronnie. Uh, thanks, Rick. Thanks, Rick. Uh, so I, I was doing the show at the Royal George. It was November 8th, 2019. 
and uh, Janelle came to uh, Chicago on business from New Jersey. We didn't know each other. And she Google searched. Uh, oh, so her friend, her girlfriend, couldn't come out. She turned. She turned. She suddenly she was ill and didn't feel well. So Janelle was stuck in her hotel room, and she's like, you know what? I'm not going to sit in the hotel room on a Friday night. So she Googled best show to see in Chicago, and I'm flattered that you know mine came up as one of them. And there was only one ticket left in the front row, Amazing. and it seemed intriguing to her. Uh-huh. So she bought the ticket. She showed up. She sat in the front row. And after the show, we kind of, you know, I was waiting outside uh, saying hello to a few people who saw the show. And she walked up, and it was just like I did a double take. And I was like, oh, no, there goes the next 10 years of my life. <laughs> and we just had that moment that you could only dream of. And, and you know, we've talked every day since. We've been married a year and a half. And uh, You got married You got married a- in L.A., right? Was it in L.A.? July second in L.A. And who know, was the uh, who was the officiant at the wedding? <laughs> the one and only Joe Montana. Uh, he, he got he got ordained to marry us, and you had to see how proud he was. He got you know he signed up with the you know Universal Church, whatever. That yeah, I've done that. I did that once. It's not hard. I think it costs ten dollars, but it does give you a proud kind of proud kind of moment there. And Janelle's been with you ever since. I mean, she's, how many times, she has not seen the show more than 400 times, but she's 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 getting up there, isn't she? She's probably seen it realistically 250 times. Wow. She it every night. Wow. Uh, and Joe, Joe was so funny at the wedding. He went around the whole night and showed everybody his badge. He couldn't wait. <laughs> he's like, he's like I, I'm, I'm qualified to do this. I'm legit. So now, I, instead of Joe, I call him Father Giuseppe. <laughs> Father Giuseppe. He, he, he loves it. He goes crazy. So. Well, anyway, it was really special. I mean, he's one of the most important men in my life. And oh, no question. And I were trying hey, to tell, to, yeah, tell we're that story. Tell that out. story if you will running and then we'll take a little break about how uh you know you were not childhood friends with joe mantegna you had admired him as an actor and at some point you just kind of called him right well joe yeah joe's probably 25 years older than me so i always kind of looked up to him but i i was making a movie it was a it was a film that i had written it was a play and turned it into a movie and i hired all my friends to be in the movie and i was like i've got to get that actor joe mantegna i love this guy and I'm like 27 years old, and so I found a P.O. box for Joe, and I'm like, this guy's never going to get it, but I'm going to send him a love letter. And I sent him the script, and I just basically said, Joe, I admire you know, how you've navigated your career as an Italian-American actor. I know how tricky that can be. Uh, you don't want to play uh, all Vinnies and Tonys and all this. And so I was like, <laughs> basically, I just wrote him this love letter, and I said, and here's my script. I don't know if you would consider giving, giving this kid a shot, but I would be, you know, I would love it. Anyway, a couple days later, he calls me up. He's like, this is Joe Montaigne. Is this Ronnie? I'm like, yeah. He's like, let's have lunch. And, you must uh, have. I, even when you sent it, you must have thought, well, this is a long shot. But that is indeed the way Joe is. And uh, uh, is he going to come in in this new run, the new run of... Uh, and this is such an ambitious thing you're doing. Ronnie has taken over the... Fabulous. It's a great space. The Richard Christensen Theater at the old, you know, where the Biograph Theater is. He is doing, I'm not a comedian, I'm Lenny Bruce. That opens on March 14th. But before that, this coming week on Thursday, formally on Friday, he is directing and starring in another show called Bill W. and Dr. Bob. Uh, These are going to run in repertory, but this week... That show, 
uh, takes place Thursdays, the uh, informal opening, Fridays, the formal opening, and after a short break, he's not unfamiliar with this play, and it sounds, and it's a play that has gotten great reviews across the country, and I think it's a wonderful pairing with I'm not a comedian. I'm Lenny Bruce, and we will talk more about that with Ronnie Marmo momentarily. In more than one way, Ronnie Marmo is breathing new life into the previously closed Biograph Theater. Y'all know where the Biograph Theater is. It's where John Dillinger was killed in the alley just to the (coughs) south of it. And uh, it has been for many years a fine, fine theater. Upstairs is the Richard Christensen Theater where Ronnie will be performing not only his Lenny Bruce show, but starting Thursday, (coughs) excuse me, Bill W. and Dr. Bob. What's that about, Ronnie? So Bill W. and Dr. Bob is the origin story of how these two men came together and essentially started Alcoholics Anonymous, the greatest movement of the 20th century. So, it's, uh, yeah, it's really wild. It takes place in 1935, and it spans 20 years, the show. And uh, it's, it's a beautiful show. It's, you know, you hear that, you think, oh, it's going to be a big bummer. But no, it's funny, it's inspirational, it's uplifting, there's some drama. And it's, uh, it's a really cool show, and I'm proud to present it here in Chicago. Well, you know? this show, you and this show go back a long way. You started, I'm very curious about this, you you started going to AA when you were 17. Is that right, or did I miss a number there? No, no, you didn't miss a number. Actually, earlier than that, I was a wild teenage, to say the least. But, um, you know, yeah, listen, I was pretty reckless as a kid, and I, I found my way into a couple of different 12-step programs, and it turned out to save my life, you know. And and uh, so this play has always been dear to my heart, and about 25 years ago, somebody tried to cast me in it, and I wasn't available, and so I always kept it in my back pocket. And then about 20 years ago, I, I decided to put it on in L.A., and I directed it, had some wonderful actors, and since then, I've probably done, I think I've done five productions. Wow. And, they, wow. and they've ran, you know, sometimes they run three months, six months. And so my hope is that it catches on here in Chicago and we run for a while. That's really what Well, I'm one of the things you told me and one of the things I've, I've gathered from all the reviews I've read of the show is that it is not some preachy, moralistic kind of, hey, please join AA kind of thing. It's really a very dramatic telling of how these two characters first met. And it's really kind of, to my mind, it's kind of an amazing story how they how they did meet and and uh, came to found AA. That must yeah, be... Yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. And well, you, it's not a big deal. Da- people think that. Nobody's preaching in this show. In fact, if anything, it's the opposite. You just kind of see how it all unfolded and how these two men met in this chance meeting and it like and and you also meet the women who kind of you see the origin of uh of alan alanon yeah i had that that's something i had no idea that it was their wives who started alanon yeah that's so pretty amazing wild. too uh, how was it for you how is it for you to 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 play bill w i mean if something that you've directed so many times with other actors uh you must bring something relatively deep to your portrayal. Well, I certainly try. You know, it's interesting to watch. I've had a few Bill W's in my life, 
So I do my, uh, in terms of doing the show over mm. 20 years. So yeah. I try not to imitate the great actors I've directed. I try to make it my own, you know. But uh, it's really a wild experience playing Bill, uh, this guy who I very much identify with. Not just the alcohol, but even his characteristics. He's mm-hmm. a, you know, kind of, you know, as high as he gets, is as low as he gets within a minute. I mean, he's pretty manic. He's all over the place. And well, he was... Correct me if I'm wrong. He was a stockbroker, right? A pretty high flying, successful uh, stockbroker. Yes. Yes, he was. And in fact, he he but he was a stockbroker who had a humongous ego. But he was so likable and charming. And he actually turned down a job with Einstein. He said that he was smarter than him, and so he thought he should take the job. <laughs> well, then he was so an he, idiot too. But that's another. Well, uh, exactly. Or he was drunk when he when he made that decision. Well, he, exactly. Well, here's the thing: Rick. this guy would like he revolutionized the way they handled stocks, and, and he would go around investigating companies. And he was brilliant, but then at night he'd be you know sleeping in the gutter, drunk, and so wow. he was a, wow. he was a true alcoholic, you know. And so it's wild to play him and then play Lenny. On the other night, in the repertory, you know, it's going to be interesting to do this in rep and to play Lenny Bruce, who, like, obviously never found recovery. And I thought it was interesting. I thought about it this morning, and I said, well, Lenny died at 40 from an overdose, and Bill found recovery at 39. Mm. So I find that mm. really interesting. It was basically the same age. And one guy went one way, and the other one went the other way. Yeah, so. this is going to be, I think this is going to be an amazing kind of emotional experience for you. You're doing uh, Bill W. and Dr. Bob begins this week, and then Lenny opens on March 14th. The other great thing about you, you're starting, a, it's kind of like you're starting your own theater company here. You are hiring local actors because this is not a one-man show. It's not even a two-man show. How big is the cast? How big is the cast? Six people in the cast. Yeah, it's six people. And uh, it was really important to me because I do have have two casts in L.A. who can do the show. It was important to me. Having spent time in Chicago, I understand how wonderful these actors are and how important it is to the actors of Chicago to find opportunities. Sure. Well, let me put my money where my mouth is and just come here and find local great actors and great humans. And... uh, and not only did I understand, not only did I cast five other people, I understudied all six of them, and I gave those understudies guaranteed performances just so it's worth their time. I know that's you know slightly taboo, but I want everyone. Well, but to it's also it. it's also refreshingly altruistic too. I mean, I, I find it uh, terribly refreshing because there are a lot of understudies. I mean, they they love working in the theater and they love understudying certain roles, but they do so. Without with knowing that they are unlikely to ever be on stage in in this particular show, I think it's really a a, a, a giving kind of thing for you to do. What what is uh, your your? I will always call her your bride. What does Janelle do? Janelle is involved with you on every level. Uh, how is she involved in the productions? Well, you know, she's my uh, she's my rock. So without her, I'd probably fall apart. But She's a producer on this. She helps me in every way. I mean, she's really a catch-all and does so much. But I also gave her the opportunity because, you know, when we came here, my wife's a wonderful actress. And so I had to say to her, look, honey, I think it's best that we cast Chicago actors. And I know you want to do the role of Lois, but I think we should find a local, local gal to do that. So she graciously kind of stepped aside and said, I understand. And then when we got here, I said, do you want to understudy and get to do a couple of shows? And she was like, yes. 
Oh, that's so, so great. That's so, so we're, great. He and I are going to do it together as, as husband and wife uh, on the 30th and 31st. We're going up all of oh. the weekend. To, God, it's too, so. bad you, it's too bad you missed Valentine's Day. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, you have a lot of friends here in Chicago, and I'm sure they'll come out in, in support of this. And I, as you said before, Ronnie Marmor, there are a number of people who have seen the Lenny Bruce show a number of times, and not just me, but a number of people. What do you think brings them back? Do you think it is that that kind of humor and that kind of social commentary is is missing these days? You know, I think so. I mean, you know, cancel culture, freedom of speech, First Amendment, yeah. comedy clubs being a sacred free speech zone. You know how I feel about all that. Oh, yeah. In fact, I I had written that op-ed yeah. that you got yep. released, which I was really grateful last sure. year. But, you know, I, I think there's so many elements to the show that bring people to it. And if I remove myself and not go, hey, I'm a good actor, yay. If, I, <laughs> if it's not about me for a second. Yeah, no. It's a beautiful production. The lights are beautiful. The sound is beautiful. It's a, it's a Broadway-level show. Uh, it's just got all the elements. I, I always feel, Rick, like people don't come to the theater to see me. They come to the theater to see themselves in me. And, and if I'm not, if they can't identify on some level and explore themselves watching a show, then, then I'm not doing my job. Yeah, good point. It's not about me. It's about what, what, what do I evoke in, in people watching the show. I feel that way about Bill W. as well. I, yeah, so, I, I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see both of them again. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, Lenny again. It'd be my my 304th time, but uh, <laughs> well, I, did, I, I saw it in New, I saw it in that amazing place in New York. I can't remember the name. You of that. saw a closing night in New York. Like yeah, you were in closing night. Who was it? I talked to Ben yeah. Vereen was in the audience. Ben Vereen was <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. It was quite yeah. something. And you guys, you and your your bride are, are staying in an apartment a few blocks north of the theater, and you're enjoying. That's right. That's and you're enjoying right. Chicago. Uh, Ronnie sent me a little picture of he and Janelle on the lakefront, and with a little note, it was this: is if he, it was if, oh my God, you guys got a lake here? This is unbelievable. Uh, I said, hey, I didn't know about this lake. Where'd yeah. you get this lake? Where'd you get this? It was winter time when I was here. It's winter time. I was like, yeah, yeah. Has this always been here, this lake, or is this something new? Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you will see ad for the shows, but you can go to Lenny Bruce on Stage dot com. Or Bill W. and Dr. Bob on stage.com uh, to get tickets. 